0: Hello and welcome to The Two Dyspraxics. I'm Matthew Munson.
1: And I'm Barbara Neal. So today we are going to discuss what the word normal means to you. So it's in the form of a question, really. What does the word normal mean to you? <laughs> so What does it mean to you then, Matthew?
0: Um, I knew you'd ask me first. I'll, I'll, I've been... I've been Sat sat here for the last couple of minutes trying to think of what normal means to me. Um, oh God! I do you know what? It's it's a, a minute ago I said that we could talk for about half well a double episode in this. Now I'm, I am because the word normal in some senses really annoys me. Yeah, because yeah. you know under the under the general. I suppose what, because what I'm dyspractic, you're dyspractic. so therefore we don't fit into what is considered to be the norm to be normal. You know, we 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 we're out on a bit of a limb, and I hate that. It's like how it's patronising. So yeah, I suppose maybe that maybe that's one of my explanations is normally patronising because the people look at me and go, "Oh, you're not, you're like not like the majority of people." Therefore, they don't say that I'm. They don't say that I'm not normal. They might say that I've got a difference, that I'm different. And in a way, I suppose I think of that as almost being people saying you're not normal. Because you're yeah. normal to me. I'm normal to me. The thing that that really bugs me about the word normal is it seems to be
1: held as a kind of benchmark. So um, yes, yes, yes. That's a good way of phrasing it. Actually, yeah. And I think particularly if you have a hidden disability like we do, then. Um, you can get that comment, oh, you look normal. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I don't know what normal is. That's well, yeah, the thing I always say. If people say, oh, but
0: you, but you look so normal, and I've had that before, it's, yeah. I always say, but I am normal because, yeah. because I'm me, so therefore I am normal. So what, what, what are you trying to say? Were, were you expecting a three, 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 three-headed alien with 27 eyes? <laughs> But, but that's normal to them. To I'm, you know, I'm, I'm stretching the analogy ever so slightly, though. I accept that. But, you, you know, we... I think, I think it's, it's
1: a tough one, though, isn't it? Because um, normal can mean different things in different circumstances as well. Yeah. So yeah. Um, what's normal for this time of day? Well, sunshine, maybe? You
0: know, oh, yeah. the time of year? Well, it's funny. I, I was listening to a, 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 another podcast... Uh, I might be actually this morning, and they were talking. the other thing. They were talking about like the working week, and it's an it's an American based podcast. So they were talking about how it how like a forty hour week on average was set in America, and you, you know the, the government sort of set forty hours as as the standard back in the nineteen thirties, I think, or something like that. You know, depressingly recent in the scheme of things, but but that was set as the full time expectation of how many hours you'd work, roughly 40, give or take, sort of five on each side, thereabouts. So that was considered normal. And that is, it got me thinking this morning, you know, I'm I'm now 40. I've been in work since I was well, 16, you know, part-time or full time. When I hit 18, I started working full time. <clears throat> and what two years ago when I became a father, I went down to part-time. No, I did. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. I went down to part time two, two and a half years ago, and the amount of questions I got about that because oh, I'll see you. So i see you. You're the dad, and you're going part time. So you're yeah. the main caregiver. Yeah. And I'll oh, so you're not working a normal a normal thirty seven hour week anymore. Well, no, twenty seven hours a week is normal for me now. Uh, sorry, twenty two hours a week is normal for me now. And yes, I'm the main caregiver because I'm the only caregiver. I become a single father. That's normal to me, but it, oh, that's unusual. Oh, where, where's mum then? Where's 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 your other hours coming from? Where oh. this is normal for me, and and you can see because there's been this expectation set up in society that you know it's it's traditionally traditionally the man. I don't see that say that's right. I'm saying it's what the the expectation is. A man goes out to work for forty hours a week and. The, the woman has a, a part-time job or a, or no job and stays at home looking after the children and if you deviate from that you can see the confusion in people's faces as if to say that's not what's meant to happen stop you're doing it wrong do you, do you think there may
1: be that the, um normal in some circumstances is what is expected or what's predicted so in, in it's a way. Not really accurate
0: yeah yes I, I think you're right yes in, in many ways it's 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 what society has has told us is right, and that's I think that's why. Not this isn't just a UK thing; it's across the world. That's I think why, kind of as a society, often we're so averse to change on on a society level because well, this is the way we do things. This yeah. is how we. This is how we. I, I don't know. I run our schools. This is the way we. How we work you know, five days a week, seven and a half hours a day is normal. Um, this is how we spend our leisure time. You, you know, and and I, I think that's, you know, even in a way, in, in lockdown, that's why it was through a lot of people, is that suddenly we were outside the norm.
1: Yeah, so so normal, I suppose, in some respects, is akin to conditioning.
0: Yeah, yes, in, in a way, because we, we are, and it, it, I, I caught myself doing it. You know, I mean, I've only been a father for two and a half years, but, you know, a couple of times I've had to catch myself, if, if my son's been asking about anything, I cu- only a couple of times I've sort of said, oh, yeah, we just do it like that. And yeah. I, I had to find myself thinking, yeah, but why? Yeah. You know, my parents taught me how to do that. Their parents taught them how to do that. And i had to really kind of check myself and go, yes, but why? Because I would promise I would never say that to myself and I found myself doing it
1: without I was doing it. Well, it's that old thing um about yeah, particularly in a work situation where you're told, well it's always been done that way. Yeah, as soon as you question something, because I remember years ago actually when um I was told um I was leading a team of people who were working shifts and mm. there were split shifts involved in this and I well, that's not fair. You can't expect that. You can't expect somebody to come in for. Two or three hours, whatever, and then go home for a few hours, and then yeah. come back to finish their shift is just unreasonable. So, um and I was told, well, it's always been done that way. <laughs> you know, it's um, that's the normal way of doing it. So, well, not for me, it's not. So, yeah. I did bust a gut. It wasn't easy to sort of shifts out, but, but I wasn't prepared to do that because I didn't care whether it was normal or accepted as normal. It was going to change. You know, uh, and it did I change think, because
0: it was unfair. But I think that's that's the thing. Generally, we 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 are afraid. I say we as in people yeah, yeah. you know we oftentimes we are afraid of change you, you know I'm not, is it, I'm not making a necessarily a political point here I'm just making it's just a fact that we are afraid of change and, we, and you you know when every few years when you when you have you, you know politicians saying oh vote for me because I' vote for you because of that people often vote for the safe pair of hands yeah the, the, the comfy the, re- the regular the predictable, Because actually the thought of changing X, Y or Z about our society is is frightening to people. Well, that that
1: reminds me of the comfort zone, the expression, the comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah, Usually anything but comfortable. I think they mean familiar. (laughs) You know, the word comfort should be substituted with familiar because it's more, what's familiar, it's okay, you know, I know it, even if it's less than ideal. But normal... Is not necessarily a good thing. So I'm really struggling. I haven't looked for a definition, to be honest with you, but no. I'm struggling to find one because well, I, well, I deliberately didn't want to find somebody else's idea of what's
0: normal. No. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I I think I think that the the, the from what for what we're sort of saying here, it feels to me like what what is considered normal is is wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like I said about, about yeah, I'm a single father. The amount of times I've been out with 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 Brian, who's now what ten, and even now, the amount of times people say to me, "Oh, where's the mum and she at home? She's having a half day today. Mm. Yeah, having a day off." I'm thinking, well, f- first of all, I'd be if if I was in a relationship, I'd be mortified if if pe- people actually did think, "Oh, look at him! Isn't he great? He's, he's he's giving mum a day off." It's like, no, he's my son as well. It's it should be a parenting thing. But anyway, that's another matter. But it's like you're automatically assuming that that I'm part of a relationship and part of a heterosexual relationship and that my wife is at home. What if I was in a homosexual relationship, I don't know, for example? Yeah. You know, that would be, you know, how do they think Brian would feel? It's, oh, I haven't got one, I've got two dads, for, uh, for argument's sake. Do you, you know what I mean? It's Yeah. It's, it's,
1: it's about assumptions that people make, isn't it? So seems to determine what is regarded as normal yeah. right or wrong
0: yeah I think people still change does happen sometimes but it's painfully incremental stages because people are in this comfort zone this, this well this familiar zone yes <laughs> I think it's actually right you <laughs> saying it and, and actually the because you because it's sometimes difficult to imagine life on the other side of change. You know, it's well better the devil I know. Yeah. Because you just called it a devil. Yeah. So if you're calling it a devil, I don't know if that's quite how we want to look at this.
1: <laughs> and also, in terms of um, ability, stroke, disability, um, because, you know, we're obviously coming at this, mm. this whole thing from a dyspraxic point of view. So, um, okay, so if we can pass for normal. <laughs> whatever normal is right. what about i mean does it mean that somebody with a more obvious less hidden disability is regarded as not normal and we are not normal but we look normal i mean that, mm-hmm. that's just that whole thing is just I find and
0: we're different. trained to pretend to be normal because society can't cope with the fact that we, we, we maybe do think differently or do view the world differently so, yeah. oh, well, rather than working on that and being responsive to us, they're going, okay. Well, how how can we teach you to fit in?
1: Yes, yes. That's that's another thing that um, normality, in inverted commas, dictates that we fit in with. Um, what's the word I'm looking? For? Conform that we conform mm. to what's regarded as normal. Yeah, absolutely. Is I mean, then I think we're talking about mo- um, a medical medal. <laughs> no, we're <Modical> not. <laughs> medical model. Medical model. The medical model of disability, which um, regards us as having something wrong with us. I think that's the whole point, really. I don't like the medical model um, because it's all about, um, I know we've discussed this at length in the past and probably will continue to do so at some point, but um, the social model of disability is more realistic because it regards the, um, how do I put it, how our circumstances affect how able or otherwise we are rather than, no, not circumstances, surroundings, environment, social no. norms, if you pardon yeah. the word norms. But um, the medical model is very much regarding as us, us as having something wrong with us, which, um, yeah. yeah, and that seems to be what, what um, this word normal stems from. Yeah. You're normal yeah. if you fit society's view of what you should be
0: yeah you're, you're normally no. you tell you you are essentially you're, yeah. you're, you're normal if you if you if you look and sound like this then you're normal or you're abnormal, normal and that's fine we are not going to worry about people like you you're fine
1: yeah um, yeah if you can get away with looking normal or yeah. appearing normal then it's okay
0: yeah, yeah.
1: which is terrible uh-huh. i think it just goes to show a lack of um tolerance for diversity
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing. It's, it's and do you know, as soon as you said that about diversity, it really made me think. Because if you think about, and I'm not an expert in all of it, but if you think about diversity in all of its forms, I'm not going to get into the, you know, we, we don't do politics on this podcast or such, but when you think about diversity in all of its forms, you know, whether that's, you know, LGBT or, or you know, black versus white and, or your know, skin color generally. Yeah. Whatever it might be, you, you know, there's not, if you're, if you're, you can be black skinned, gay, and a woman, white skinned, male, and straight. Uh, what I'm clumsily saying with that kind of profession, because I'm talking off the top of my head, is, is there's no one type of person in each grouping of people, if you will. Yeah there's no yep. there's no there's no type when it comes to the human species if if aliens came down tomorrow and said show us the perfect specimen of the human species that, that typifies all of you we couldn't do it because this
1: no. yeah because everyone's going to have a different opinion of what is normal yeah <laughs> yeah you know, which means so so far I think we've we've established that it's a pretty generalized term that doesn't actually define anything properly right. uh, it's also pretty negative I don't yeah. think come up with anything positive to say about the word normal
0: uh, I think I think it shows so sometimes our our fear of of difference yeah our fear of diversity sometimes and not all of us I'm not yeah you know, I'm part of the budget but you, you know in terms of social changes social diversity it shows a fear that I think I think people we have at that level, of of change, of different different views of everything. Yeah, absolutely. you know, it's it's it it, it frightens me. If honestly, it frightens me that actually there is still this drive to go. Okay, what is normal? You know, okay, I'm I'm a bloke, so I'm probably slightly more in the old stereotypical way normal than you, borrow, because you're just a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're, you know I'm being facetious when I say that quite obviously oh, yeah, yeah. But, but you know and and you, you we know, talk about things like the gender pay gap and everything like that and oh dear I seem to be straying into what well, I don't want to go into but you know immediately does that make me more normal than you because I might be paid more than you does it make me more normal because I might get a more senior job than you if you're up for the same job?
1: Well, exactly. And then, I mean, that's where we're sort of heading towards that territory anyway. If you think about female engineers, female firefighters oh, and, so yeah. and so forth, yeah, that is not considered normal. No, rich, and yet there's no reason at all why it shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, do you know it's funny? I saw, I, 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 think it was on Twitter the other day because, because in, obviously in my day job, um, I'm in communication so I, I spend a lot of time looking at social media, scanning for you know what's happening, what's being talked about, et cetera. And, in the areas I work in, and there one woman, and I, I, can't, I wish I could remember her name, and I'm mortified that I can't. She, she actually said, "I'm getting so sick and tired of hearing about female engineers, female mathematicians, female whatever." She went, "I'm now going to start talking about. I'm start to start using the term with men, so yeah. male engineers, yeah. male yeah. teachers, male nurses, etc." And and she said, "From about a six month period, she, I, I think I'm sure I remember reading a blog about it." She she wrote about it and she said for about six months, whatever field she was working in, she she let the default be women, and would identify male counterparts by their gender and their title. Yeah, and you fair could enough feeling really uncomfortable about it. <laughs> and a couple of people challenged her, m- men, and she went, well, "Why can't I do that? You've done it for years. Why can't I? The opposite way around." And of course, there's no answer to that because, well. There is no
1: reason. No, exactly. I have to say, when you said male nurse, that is actually something that's used.
0: You know, that's a fair point, actually. Yeah.
1: Because because nurses are generally expected to be female, so yeah. we still have that male nurse. And that yeah. I think maybe it's a little bit better than it used to be, but um, but we do still hear that term male nurse. Yeah. He's a male nurse. Well, he's just a nurse. Yeah. It's interesting that it's almost as though a particular doing a particular type of job changes your gender automatically, <laughs> you know? It's like that. So there should never be any reason to say a female engineer or a male nurse.
0: It should yeah. never be necessary. Well, it yeah. isn't necessary. You Do you know, so. it a, I don't know about you, but if I was in hospital with, a, with, I don't know, with a major, major health issue, I wouldn't give a damn whether the doctor or nurse treating me was male or female. I genuinely wouldn't. I'd be like, fit, or if it was my son. I don't care what, what gender you are. I don't care what sexuality you are. I don't care whether you're dyspraxic or not. I just care that you can heal me or heal my son. Yeah. If you can do it, if, you're, if you've got qualifications, fix yeah. me. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> Take it away. You know, and, and fundamentally, that's, that's what it should be about. Do we care if someone's dyspraxic, if they can do the job? The answer should be no. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not. The answer isn't always no. The answer is, oh, you're dyspractic. Oh, well, you can't be a footballer then. Oh, you yeah. can't be you know, someone who who catches a ball. Oh, well, don't worry. There, there.
1: Well, I tell you, um, I must interject at that point about mm-hmm. not being able to catch a ball. I can't catch a ball to save my life. That's the right. truth of it. No, I can't. I haven't, I haven't put myself out. Enough to learn because it's never been important enough to me. I've never been motivated enough. But my son, who is dyspraxic, um, works with computers, and he was in a situation where he could catch a ball. So I said, "Well, how how did you manage to do that?" And he said, "Well, it, he said I was motivated because people at work throw Stanley knives to each other, which is I would have had an absolute fit if I'd known they were doing things like that." Not sure. <laughs> They were breaching every health and safety regulation possible, but that's neither here nor there. That was what was happening. So he said that he sat in his room and just continuously kept throwing and catching a ball, you know, just kept throwing it until he managed to do it because he knew that if he didn't, that he stood a, stood the risk of catching a Stanley knife and cutting himself. Yeah, you know, that's, that's to put it mildly. I mean, that, that is... That's a terrible situation. I would never ever advocate throwing Stanley knives around, but um, that's what they did when they were young and silly. So, uh, yeah, hopefully they've all grown up a bit now.
0: <laughs> One can hope. One can hope. I think the only good thing is he doesn't live at home anymore. So, he, yeah, he's every the problem. He won't look at it
1: immediately, uh, he's, he's probably grown up. <laughs> He's grown up, you know. I was just concerned about the others who oh, he would never ball. have intentionally thrown a Stanley knife because he's just practicing. <laughs> but um, but that's that was his motivation for learning to catch a ball. So he can catch. Um, I can't. I still can't oh, because well. I never had that kind of motivation.
0: But but that's the other thing as well, isn't it? You, you know, so it's neither of us can can catch a ball, and uh, I don't know if you ever felt like this, but when I was at school. And I, I didn't like PE generally, again, because probably because of my I think because of my dyspraxia, and I just wasn't interested in sport. But because of that, you, you, you could feel people looking at you differently. Yes. And, and also because I, because I don't like football. I don't like football, and I don't drink alcohol. I don't drink beer. Right. And those two things are often associated with being masculine or male as well. And I, I don't do them. I don't. Um... And then people you keep looking at you going, oh, does that mean you're like this, or does that mean you're this kind a of person or you're feminine or you're this or or you're that? No, I just don't like that kind of
1: stuff. It's all about other people's expectations and we were I know we were talking about music and musical taste recently. Mm. Something that um that my partner, Mark, um, said to me ages ago is You know, it's amazing that my taste in music is very kind of masculine because I like, well, I like all sorts of music, actually. You like
0: some sort of rock, don't you, as
1: well? Yes, indeed. And he introduced me to one of his friends as um, liking music and in particular liking Gentle Giant, which was a prog band um, Mm -hmm. from the 70s. And I I do like them a lot. You know, I still like their music. But he um, made the point that when he used to go along to those sort of gigs for prog bands and things, it's predominantly a male audience, which is quite weird because it's music, you know. So I can't get my head around how um, a particular type of music appeals to a particular gender. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. And I think, again, it's expectations put on people because... They think, I mean, I'm. you know, I, I used to hang around with a group of lads just by, d- just the way it happened. Yeah. You know, so so I don't really have a problem with that. I, I think I was probably a bit more, um, well, I was regarded as a, an honorary
0: bloke. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> well, that's the other thing as well, isn't it? You, you know, just, just because you've got a woman, a, a female, who has got friends who happen to be male, what, does that ultimately make you gay? Or does it make them a bit? <laughs> A bit gay because I hang around woman. No, it just means that you're and, and you've made friends with people.
1: Yeah, know? exactly. And and I love breaking down these barriers and oh, do. challenging the so-called norm. I, I love doing that because I think it should be done. You know, yeah. and um, and I was very proud of my my son who got married recently because his best man was female. You know, she, his best friend is a woman and. Yeah. She was best man, and I was actually best man at somebody's wedding many years ago as well. Yeah. Rubbish best man, as it happens, but um, but that's neither here nor there. I was best man. Yeah, it was the group well, witness, which made me best man.
0: Right. follow well, Many many years ago, I was I was best man to the bride because I was oh, really? really good. I was, I was really good friends with the with the bride. We, we were we were good. We were pals. We were mates. Yeah, and and she went. She went, do you fancy being my best man? And I went, yeah, right? Yeah, what? excellent. <laughs> yeah. So I even meet on a Hindu. I didn't care. Yeah, she's my mate. I wanna I want help her celebrate a wedding. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so
1: bizarre, I think, how people just slot easily, apparently easily, into these normal situations. You yeah. Know? Um I think uh, we've really slagged off the word normal here. We? Oh,
0: well, yeah, I'll be honest with you, but I think it deserves to be slagged off. Yeah, so do I.
1: And I think, just as a a sort of possibly parting shot, can you think of anything positive about the word normal? <laughs> I'm struggling, um, um, No, not really. Um... Do you know what I think? Maybe use the word average, and that possibly, possibly, I don't know. I mean, is, is average the same as normal? And I'm thinking on my feet here.
0: Unique, unique. But then, but then, does that does then? Yeah, if we all say we're unique, what what is it that binds us together? I suppose. Because um, I suppose that's the thing, isn't it? A lot of people people generally, and I'm the same I'm part of this people look to find a sense of community find a place to be accepted you know you and I met because of our dyspraxia we're not friends because we're dyspraxic but part of our friendship is based on the fact that that's where we met exactly you know so we so we all look on we, we, all, we all look for I guess acceptance in whatever circles we move <sighs>
1: Yes, I suppose is that something positive about the word normal? So, um,
0: we're well, normally in, in our groups, aren't we? I if, if we, in some sense, if we're normal in our groups. You know, to to you and I, if 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 we would, if we, I mean, we, if we were sat next to each other and we were chatting, we'd be in the we'd be in the majority. So yeah. we we'd, we'd be normal, and somebody who came in from the outside wouldn't be.
1: Exactly, yeah. Well, it's like um, when my youngest son Richard and his partner Amber, when they're both here, and so there's the three of us and my mum, for example,
0: mm.
1: vegans are normal because <laughs> yeah. they're vegan. And um, so that's kind of interesting. So and it, sorry, all you,
0: when, when it's that group together, females are normal. Because well, yeah. It's, it's you, your mum, and Amber, and off to one side, Richard. Yeah. You know so he's in the minority, and 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 women are suddenly in. The, in I, I back in the summer I was working in an office, where out of a team of, not worth nine of us, I was the only man who worked for that for that organisation. Um, I didn't. I couldn't care less. You know if if. They were all doing their jobs really, really professionally and really, really well. So I didn't give a damn that they were female because they were doing their job and keeping kids safe. But I was like, oh, from an outside point of view, you can always look at it and go, oh, interesting. Somebody's going to, somebody might comment on that.
1: Yeah, that's funny because many years ago um, I worked for a chocolate company which was, you know, you could smell chocolate all through the offices and I just didn't notice it after a while. Mm. But, um, but that's an aside. But I was the only woman who worked for that organisation. Everyone else was male. And I didn't have a problem with that. No. They did. Some of them did. You
0: know, really? at, the Christmas,
1: at the Christmas party there were, the men were kind of, oh, we mustn't swear now, you know, because we must <laughs> and which was crazy but god's sake but it was normal for them to swear so um i guess is that a positive way of using the word normal what people do habitually well i don't know yeah i I don't think we've come to any kind of conclusion actually do you
0: i i i i think we've resolutely failed to (laughs) come to a resolution on that um I don't particularly care, couple kinds of resolution on that particular issue in that sense.
1: But do we still yeah. like the word normal? No, personally. No, neither do I. <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> So we haven't worked out what normal is exactly, but we still don't like it.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is, we don't like it. Yeah,
1: we don't like it. No. Like, whatever, even if it's something
0: good, we still don't like it. <laughs> Just don't approve. <over-proof. laughs>
1: so on that very happy note, which it is, because it's quite funny and something we can ponder about even further, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. I suppose until next time, it's
0: goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me.
1: Bye! Bye!